Yo, you are now prescribed with the realest where we say the things your friends won't say and your man gonna lie about. It's your boy, Dewey Rice. I'm back, y'all. It's been it's been wild. It's been wild in the world, been wild in the city, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get trying to get my mind right with everything. But I'm sitting here with two of my guys. I'm sitting here with my dad, I'm sitting here with Malcolm. I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and say a little something about yourself. Just go ahead and give give them a little intro to yourself. Go ahead. You can go. What's your name, bro? I'm dad. (laughs) Go ahead, Malcolm. Go ahead, bro. He already said it. My name is Malcolm. Yeah. All right. So look, I brought them here today because this episode is dropping on Father's Day and they're both fathers. You know what I'm saying? Malcolm is married with two kids. My dad is... What what are you, bro? Married with four kids. (laughs) (laughs) My dad is married with four kids. You feel me? And so I brought them on. You know what I'm saying? Two black men. Two staples in the city. I just wanted them to speak on their journeys through fatherhood, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dive a little deeper. But for for now, we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep it light. So I'm sitting here with y'all, y'all both African American men, black men. How is y'all's mental right now with everything going on? How is your mental state with everything going on from the police brutality to the injustices? What is how is your how are you feeling through this? Um, I'm tired, man. Honestly, because it's like it's to the point now to where. Um, all your white counterparts, coworkers, you know, they're trying to figure out what they can do to help. They're trying to ask questions. And it's mm-hmm. like, for me, it's like, I know what it is to be black. I know what it is to be a black man in America. For sure. They don't, and they don't know how traumatic that is. They don't know how draining it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and for them to keep asking, it's like, I got to keep replaying the trauma. I got to keep replaying the fact that our lives don't seem to matter right now. So it's like, I'm tired of explaining myself. Yeah. I appreciate them asking, reaching out, but it's like, just like I read books and figured out our history, you can you can do the same. For I'm, sure. I'm tired, man. And that's um, one thing I feel like people don't understand is like, everybody gonna have an opinion, Yeah. but it's like, be mindful of what you're saying. Be mindful of what you're like, I literally was in, uh, I was at work and I remember texting a group message. I was in work and I walk in, it was during uh, George Floyd's protest and a white coworker was like, I'm gonna be fine. Like, I'll be good. My husband don't want me to go to the protest, but I'm gonna be fine because I'm a white woman. It's not like I'm a black woman. I'm a white mm, woman. She said that, hey, bro. I'm in, and I'm in there like, am I not black, dog? <laughs> like, right, right, right. Like, what is she thinking? But again, you got to be mindful of what you're saying. Like, everybody can't have an opinion, but be mindful of what you're saying. For sure. So, how are you feeling? I'm, t- I'm tired also. Um, but I'm tired for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm really tired of how the media mm-hmm. plays the whole situation. Yeah, that's that's you true. You know, as a black man, it's a lot of struggles that we have that we are going through. We've sure. always been going through. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's the beauty of the beauty of the black man, you know, the way we fight through the struggle, the way we the way we rise. For sure. But the media is for some reason always want to put us against the white. It's it's anger. It's it's bringing out anger in everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's not really to me. It's not really a solution. Yeah. You know, I I can't dig in unless we have a solution. Right. 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 You know, whether they're protesting, whatever it is, let's go ahead and find a get a plan. Yep. And the solution. Okay. And uh, that's that's what I'm tired of. I, it's no point in the finger. Yeah. I'm not even looking for my counterparts or my, you know, because they're just as confused as I am. Right. right. And that's the thing. I, c- I couldn't be madder. I was mad. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But I couldn't be madder because I'm like, she's just ignorant. Right. That's sound it. dumb as hell right yeah. now. But you feel me? I can't be mad at you. I'm not going to waste, not waste my energy, but put my energy into trying to make you see different when yeah. that's how you see it that's how you, i yeah. can't make you you know what i'm saying i feel like a lot of people are trying we're trying to take our opinion and drive it into Facts. people to make them change but people are gonna be who they are at the end of the day yep you know what i'm saying yep you got anything else to say on it you just tired i'm really really tired okay. because again you know we're pointing the finger are we pointing the finger at the wrong people you know mm. let's, let's let's take a step back it's a saying that's always that we always done you know as me a coach mm. with kids or whatever when you have siblings and people, you know, it's a saying they always say you can't help somebody until they help themselves. Yep. Facts. Facts. So we're up here protesting and we want we want something given to us from, you know what I'm saying, our counterparts, our Caucasian people and things of that nature. But are we really helping ourselves? Mm. You know, I'm tired okay. of uh we're not protesting and we're not marching like that for these inner city killings. Okay. We gotta come together some way, some way, because they're not gonna take us serious until we take us serious. Yeah. That's true. That's that's that's, that's, that's love. That's love. All right. But so so woof. That was deep. All right. So to anybody out there though who is struggling with it, I mean, there's so many outlets that you can take. And like for this for this podcast, we have uncomfortable <clears throat> conversations. So be willing to have uncomfortable conversations. But one thing, just 
Don't try to drive somebody else's thought on them. Don't try to drive your thought on somebody else. So we just wanted to get that started to see where y'all's mental was. But since we're talking about Father's Day, Stephanie gave me a movie to watch, which I've seen it before, Boys in the Hood. So I told y'all, prepping for the episode, I want y'all to watch Boys in the Hood. Because we are going to talk about it today. So Boys in the Hood came out in 1991. You know what I'm saying? And it was a really powerful, very, very powerful movie. But it was filmed years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like years ago. And it talked about and touched on things that's going on today. So because we're talking about fathers... What were y'all, where were y'all the first time y'all found out y'all was going to be a dad? And how did y'all feel? Walk me through that. Um, I was actually in church. Um, I was in church. I was in a men's group. Okay. Which is funny because most of the men in there was husbands and dads. Okay. Um, so just like being able to be around so many black dads. And I think it was maybe one, maybe one or two white guys in there, but uh, it was about 30 of them. And again, most of them was, was dads. I'm like, man, I can't. I can't wait till I be a dad. Like this is this is it, man. This is lit. This is love. Like think about all the think about all the black boys and black girls we're gonna be able to change. Yeah. Think about how many trajectories we're gonna be able to change by being present. Right. Um. And my wife texted me. <laughs> I was in my she was I was sitting on the couch um in church yeah in the men's group and she texted me I didn't even look I just I knew what it was <laughs> you knew what was mean, going yeah, down because we had went out uh you know a couple nights before and I you know you know you got you did what what you had to do i know what it was um but she texted me and i was uh, i can't i can't describe it there there were no words but just it felt it felt amazing to know i was gonna be a dad i always wanted that ever since i was a kid i couldn't wait till i was a husband and a dad okay um just because my dad wasn't there when i was younger um we we reconnected when i got older but i needed that man when i was younger so um as i grew up i just couldn't wait so when she texted me i already knew what it was she sent me the picture of the pregnancy test and I was like, wow, like you was ready. I was no, no I, was not re- I was not ready, um, but I was excited. I was okay. definitely excited for sure. Dad, go ahead. What's up? When you yeah. first found out, you feel me? I'm the I'm the not the only child. I'm the oldest child, and so when you found out I was coming into this world, where was you at? And your, where was your head at? <laughs> I had about five, six abortions. Anyway. <laughs> No, at the time, at the time, it'd be for real. I was in college. I was in college. Okay. You know, I was, um, in, just, just really early in my early stages going to college and playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I was already 500, 600 miles away. Uh, it hit me. It hit me by storm. Where you at? I was out in New York, New York. Staten Island, you know. So I'm going to be honest with you. This, I, didn't, I didn't understand what to do. You know, <laughs> my uh, college coaches, they thought I was going to leave college, come back. Um it just struck me, but one of the things that, one of the things that was able to bring me together was, and this goes with a lot of people now having kids, was I, it wasn't by, I wasn't having a kid by like a one night stand or like yeah. somebody I was just, I just caught Lucky. up with and was running, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. like my, it was with my girlfriend yeah. okay. at the time and it was like, we had a, um, we had a sound foundation, whether, you know, her mother, my grandmother, they was, they was tough yeah. and tight together. So it wasn't, they was able to help us grow, help me grow, mm-hmm. to to go ahead and rebound, to understand what has just happened. Right, you know, and uh, to have that strong foundation, it just helped me flow, helped me be able to stay in college, helped me to do some things while learning on the way. It was it was yeah. a tough, yeah, it was a sure. tough experience, sure. but uh, I was excited. It, I, I was able to stay excited because yeah. I didn't, I had the foundation. People yep. don't understand that, yeah, you know for sure. And so. just uh. At first, I was like, wow. But the fact that it was a girlfriend and somebody that you, whether you fight, whether you claw, yep. cuss each other out or whatever, we had a bond. Yeah, so right. it wasn't no, that's what people need to, nowadays, a lot of people are having kids yeah. with people they don't have a bond with. Yeah. Right. And that's why all that negativity and all that running down and disrespect is happening. Yeah. Because you don't have a bond. Like, at least be a friend. Yeah. <laughs> at <laughs> least, bare <laughs> minimum. Like, you feel me? Can we at least text each other and be cool? Like, you feel me? Right. I don't want to hate you. Right. 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 So, what what age were you? You said you were in college. What age? 19 when my, when, when you were born. 19? 19 when my son so was you born. Found so, I found out like when I was 18. 18, okay. 18 and I was 18. 20, I was 21 when my son 21. So, y'all were both fairly young yeah. dads, right? Yeah. So, through the journey, what? So, let's, let's go ahead. What does father or fatherhood mean to y'all? That's heavy, and I'm. I really can't say. I don't really have the whole perspective yet because you know my kids are still young, right? Um, but to me, thus far, I would say if, if I can put it into one word, it would just be uh, selfless. Okay, because it's like, like that. Mm-hmm. To me now, so I can't. I can't make any decision 
for myself anymore. And right. not to say that in a bad way, but it's like I gotta consider how is this gonna affect my wife, how is it gonna affect my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, everything has to be. It's gotta be selfless in a, in a good way because it's not. I'm not. I'm not missing anything. Right. Really, I feel like I'll, I'll get more out of putting more into my family, to my kids. I like that. Okay. Um, so that's that's what I would say as of now. Maybe that'll change over the next 10, 15 Right, years. right, right. <laughs> now it's, it's selfless. Selfless? Okay. I can break it down. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, it's selfless. Okay. But, you know, the father is so deep. It's, it's so huge, you know, because mm-hmm. your kids, you, your kids are watching you. Yeah. Any kids, you know, right. you're, you're watching you. You, um, you have to lead by example. Yeah. You know? Good, bad, or indifferent. So right. you have to find ways to apologize. Mm. To be, um, you know, you can't have your ego in with your kids. You know, a lot of times yeah. people can get in arguments mm. and they can ignore, you know, them Facts. people. But with your kids, if you're the leader and you're the father, mm. you got to find a way. You got to find a way for communication. You got to find a way to Facts. break it down where everybody can understand. You got to mm. be the leader. Yeah. You, okay. you know, you have to be if you if you was never was a leader. Yeah. And the thing about as you were saying in the first segment, being a black man. You know, and then one of the terrible things with our community is how they, how our mother-father situation is ripped up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so families. we didn't really, myself personally didn't have no, I didn't have no blueprint, no right. no playbook. Mm-hmm. So everything I'm doing is straight off the fly. Yeah. So when you're going off the fly, I think the most thing, you just make sure your heart is in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Make sure your heart is in it. If your heart is in it, I mean, you're going to make mistakes in everything in life. Yeah. Facts. But if your heart is in it, you're doing it for the right reasons. For sure. Facts. That makes sense. Yeah. And so you both have stated, like you said, I know that your dad wasn't around. And you said your dad wasn't around until later on in life. Yeah. Do you feel like that has impacted you on your journey of fatherhood? You said your oh, oldest child is yeah, two. Yeah. And then I'm your oldest, 26. Has it? How has it impacted you having a father figure, or not, not having a father figure there, but I'm really speaking to how do you think a father figure or a man or having a dad in the household, how do you think that changes somebody's life? Like what you say you didn't have a blueprint, but what do you mean by that? You know what? I had a player of mine, a, a kid that's on my, one of my teams right now. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday, he texted me last night, mm-hmm. coach, coach, um, and it was about father, mm-hmm. and, and 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 I already know where he's going. Somebody was teasing him, okay, because his father makes him work for his wants. Mm. He buys him what he needs. Okay. But he makes him work. Like if he wants some Jordans, yeah. you, you want to come here and work for it. Yeah. Where the kid was teasing him, his father must gift him up, gift mm-hmm. him up, give yep. him up some gifts. So he was asking me like, coach, is that wrong? Is that wrong that my dad, mm. you know, how would you feel about that? And I just told him, I said, no, your dad is teaching you to become yeah. a man. Facts. I said, you can have, you know, ain't nothing wrong with gifts. Mm. But at the you know on the, through the process you want your you want your son to work for it. Yeah, your sure. son. Yeah, you want your son to be strong because ain't nobody giving you anything. So right. I told him I said, and I asked him I said all you gotta do is look at our basketball practices, mm-hmm. and you can tell by the kids who are being gifted and who has to work. And mm-hmm. he's one of my hardest workers. Yeah, yeah. Makes so sense. And, that, you that know what I'm saying. A lot of sense. It, so dad is showing preparing them, preparing them for sure. How you got to go after this. Yeah. You know, you're never going to be that with that attitude because his dad had to work. Yep. With that attitude, you're never going to have to lean on nobody or want nobody. That's facts. Um, and that's pretty much what I would say as well. Like the, that example, like you got somebody to teach you. Yep. And um, one of my mentors a couple of years ago told me, you know, people, you can learn things two ways. You can learn by situation or you can learn by revelation. Yep. So situation, you know, where you actually got to go through yourself. Revelation could be you learn from somebody else that went through situation. For sure. So it's like without, without my dad in the, in the picture growing up, it's like I had to learn everything on my own mm-hmm. to where if I had if I had him there, he could have told me some of the stuff that he went through. So I wouldn't have to go through myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so just having that reference of like, man, do what do I do? Yeah. Like, facts. do I am I supposed to work right now? Like, should I go to school or should I focus on getting a job, trying to pay bills? Like, yeah. So it's like you got to figure out those decisions on your own to where if you had if you had that somebody that that's already been through it, he can just be there to kind of guide you. Mm-hmm. And like you just said, I was going to say the word guidance. I think that having a father there it just helps guide you. Now, I think I know that everybody makes mistakes and you know everybody has to learn. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are both young. You have to learn. But one thing that stuck out in Boys in the Hood was the fact that he was acting up in school and his mom sent him to live with his dad. Yeah. And she said and he he was sad about it. Even yeah. when on the way there, he yeah. was super sad, but she basically said he's going to teach you how to be a man. Like and it was crazy cuz I never I never peeped that they signed a contract. So she yeah. told him, yeah. this is the, the decision you making is going to be your consequence. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So whatever 
the choices you make is going to be a consequence. And her his consequence was going to live with his dad. And when he got there, even when his first day there, he was talking about you got chores. Yep. It was structure. Yep. Right? Yep. And his dad was pretty much like, I'm bringing you structure in your life. Yep. And it's just crazy. We're going to talk about it throughout the episode. But it was just crazy because for me, my mom, I think I was in eighth grade. So I used to go to my dad's house every other weekend. But in eighth grade, I used to run with some females. And my mom was not having it. Right? Oh, yeah. She was not having it at all. So... That summer, she sent me to stay with my dad, and I could not come home. Like, But it was just crazy watching, and I was like, that's so powerful that the mom, she took it upon herself to be like, I can't do it no more. Yeah. And you don't see that sometimes. Yeah. A lot of moms out here think that they can do it themselves, and then we have people in the, in the world that's messed up. Yeah. Not, 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 not that she knows, right. but in the same time, it's like the fact that I, that same thing happened to me. I was like, wow, that yeah. shit is so deep. <laughs> Like that's just it's just crazy to me. So how do how do you feel about that? Like I mean, that how do you huge. feel? That, mom, that that mother, yeah, that mother in that show was the MVP. that was deep, right? That was MVP. That was that was the mother putting her child before. Yeah, all the differences she had with that man didn't matter. Yep. Yeah, she knew that man was a man, and she was going to make that son facts be, become the right man. Yep. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Not through her boyfriend. Yep. Not through her her brother. Yep. Your dad, and he sent him to the dad. I was, I was big by the mom, man. I was. That was one of the biggest parts in the movie that I, you know, I yeah. like because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, any man that don't want to take on that responsibility of their kid coming to him, yeah, then I, that's when you show, yeah, that's when you show you wasn't ready for this, Dad. You exactly, know what I'm you got to come up. Like you just said, can you imagine how selfless you have to be then? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mom gone. I'm here now. Yeah, yeah mom, exactly. Mom, mom gone. You got to exactly. get the food. Yep. You got to make sure he fed. You got to mm. make sure he bathed. You got to right. make all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was huge. I love you know love that part. And I don't even know if the message. I'm pretty sure there was multiple messages when they was writing the movie, but the the strong message was just to see Trey go through life. Even when yeah. uh, Doughboy came home, yep. he was super clean. He the only one that came super clean to this cookout. Yep. And I'm like, that's crazy because he been under his dad's exactly. wing, right? And it showed. It showed, that's right? right? It showed how polished he was. Yeah. The difference between him and the guys who didn't have that. Exactly. The movie his dad said it though. His dad said, "Just watch." Yep. Watch how they turn out. Exactly. And yeah. I'm, bro, I'm watching it like, wow, this is so deep because I just think that it's important for people to know that even if, and then that's another thing too I want to speak on, even if you don't have a father in your life, there's also somebody that you can look up to as a mentor or yeah. a father figure. So who would be a mentor or a father figure to you all? Because you, you both said y'all didn't really have fathers in your life. Yeah. Um, I play, I always play sports coming mm-hmm. up. Um, so at times there would never be one one man in particular. Yeah. Um, but mostly I played football growing up, so I had my, my coach. My coach is always Michael Lino. Mm-hmm. Um when I played um low league football, I played with my cousin, so I was already you know close with them anyway. Right. Um so I had them and then as I got through high school, got through middle school, um my brother was joining um uh, he's about joining the Alphas. Okay. And I think it was a program called the Alpha Esquires. Yeah. Um and the guy who led that, he just kinda clung to most both me and my brother, mm-hmm. and just let us know like I'm I'm here, right. like I'm open. He came to the crib. Uh, we we he called us all the time, so he just wanted to let us know he was there, he was available. Um, just because he he knew we didn't have it. Yeah. Um, and then right, I think it was my freshman year. Um, my dad came back and we we reconnected on on that note. So he he became available at that point. But I always had it was always somebody, always a mentor, always somebody there available. And I think that's the power of sports alone. Yeah. Um, it just kind of gives gives some kids some structure who don't have it. Right. Aside from all the other other things you can learn from sports. That's true. Well, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna take a little second to shout mine out because um, mentors, you know, they say the village raises you. Yeah, for sure. It takes a village yeah, it takes to raise you. Takes a village you. for sure. Uh, I had some powerful mentors, man. I had some powerful, and uh, you know I I can go back. Well, our first black teacher, first black male teacher was Mr. Day. Mm-hmm. Mr. Day ripped up, looking like Herschel Walker. Everybody <laughs> from Day, bro. You know what I'm saying? You go in this class, all the clowniness stops. Yeah, you know, Day, straight structure, bro. Straight up, stru- <laughs> straight. Mr. Day was ripped. You know what I'm saying? So then we got a uh, uh, man. List goes on. I had a uh, Frankie Patterson. He mm-hmm. was he-, he was heavy, heavy in my thing. Yeah. John Little, because I was at the recreation center. Yeah. The recreation center is right at me. Yeah, I'm okay. from like. When you're young, under 12, you're supposed to be leaving at 6. But John Little and them would take me home. Yeah. John Little, Keith Neal. I had uh, Mr. Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Then, you know, um, basketball. Was, like you said, sports. I got with the boys club and Nate Mitchell. Uh, another just dictatorship type. 
rah rah. You better have your act as soon as you walk in the gym. Yep. You see what I'm you saying? Have like, you better have it together. Gotta yeah. have it together. And I, you know, my grandmother at the time was raising me. Mm-hmm. She wasn't raising no punk. And when, yeah, I couldn't right. come home and say. He yelled at me. Yeah, right. And, and then she gonna say something. You know right, she, right, wasn't, right. she wasn't caring about none of that. Yeah. You know, she didn't care about it. So uh just with all those um different mentors pulling the leg, and then my high school coach, Mr. Pinnell, was just a whole nother, you know, he the one first talked about the, he taught me about the handshake rule. Mm, he looked the yeah. man in the eye. Holding steady, oh, uh, my holding God. strong. My yeah, high school yeah. coach, he taught me all that. It was and I was nice in hoop, but he, man, he challenged me in ways you wouldn't know. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? My very first, like I said, I started my freshman year, and I didn't get, um, I didn't get to play all my games. I got, mm-hmm. to, I had a, my last game of the year. I had to get sit out because me and one of my best friends cut school. Mm-hmm. We cut school. We think we doing it heavy. Yeah. Right. Come home around out of school time, three mm-hmm. fifteen. Walk in the front room. It's Mr. Pinnell, my grandmother, and his mom in the front room. <laughs> You're like, hold up, dog. Bro, yeah. bro. <laughs> well, hold on. How did this happen how right, right, how, right how, now? How, how we get out of me? school. How'd y'all how catch you? Yeah. They're here waiting for us. Right, 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 right. Like they know the game. <laughs> Mr. Pinnell say, boom. Okay. That was that time. Yeah. I leave college. Greatest. This is the greatest story ever. Your grandmother will tell you. <laughs> Freshman year, I'm in college, bro. Things ain't going right. I'm real disappointed right now. They benching you and shit. I don't know about no benching. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was nice for the moment. And not having a father there, as you were saying, didn't prepare me right. for not getting my way. I've yeah. always been thinking I was yeah. supposed to get my way. Yeah. So what I did was, now, now I'm like a father. I run home. I sneak to the crib. I, New York, I done flew home. I'm in flight. I tell, tell, tell the women, the grandma, yeah. I'm allowed to be home. <laughs> You're lying. I'm downstairs. Found out wasn't the word. I'm downstairs in the basement. I'm downstairs in the basement kicking and chilling like, you know what I'm saying? So my college coach called my high school coach because he know our relationship. High school coach, he said, I don't know where Tony at. High school coach called your grandma. Yeah. She's like, he downstairs. Wow. Put him on the phone. It's like 10 a.m. Yeah. What you doing? Dip, dip, dip. It's high school coach. Like two p.m. I was back in New York. Wow. <laughs> True story. I'm back in New York. Was like you had to go back. You uh, weren't playing no, no games. No questions. Yeah. Yeah. No questions. You weren't playing no games. Wasn't no games. I'm back yeah. in New York at two o'clock, bro. Head yeah. down there every day. I hang up the phone. Bags. Yep. She wasn't playing. Once the, once the once the cat was out the bag, it was all bad. They <laughs> weren't playing with you. It's it's over. Over. It was but over. But one thing you said though, it brought structure though. Your coach brought structure. And like you just said with sports, I think that that's a big thing. I feel like for men, and not even for men, men and women, but especially for men, I think that playing sports really helps. And you know how mental health is really big now with us. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't really that big back in the day, was it? Did y'all really speak on it? Like you, just, you were just angry. Much. Like you, what, you didn't have anxiety, was, depression, things like that. You were just They angry. didn't speak on it, but yeah. it was there. It was definitely there, though. But I think sports allow... Us, because I know I play basketball. You say you play football, yep. and you play basketball. I think it, it it still gave some structure, and like you both said, there were mentors in the sports that you were playing sure. that, that you loved. You know what I'm saying? So another thing I want to touch on is so in the movie, um, Trey was talking to his dad. He was getting his hair cut, and he was talking about uh, that conversation about sex. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know. I used to think that it actually he he actually did it when he said it. Yeah. He lied. You feel he me? Lied. He was lying. Yeah, like he lied. he glamorized his whole story. And I think it just goes to show when we talk about, because um, I've been seeing it a lot on social media and stuff, toxic masculinity, right? Yeah. And you wanna you wanna look you wanna look buff, strong, and, and almighty in front of your dad and in front of your counterparts and in front of your mentors. How do you think that's um, affected us today? Like the toxic masculinity, the trying to be the hardest, trying to be the um, the biggest guy in the room. Like, how do you think that's hurt us as black men, as men today? Um, I think that's really a question for, I think who we should be asking is how, how has it affected the women? Because they're, I think they're the ones who got to really, okay. they got to take the effects of, you know what I mean? Like we, we put on the show for each other, but it's like, at the end of the day, they're the ones who, who are affected the most. Okay. Um, but just to answer the question, I feel like it's just created a lot of, uh, a lot of confusion, man. Cause I was, I used to do the same thing we all did. I mean, that's kind of what. Um, especially if you don't have a dad there, it's kind of what you see through the media, what you see through TV, what you see through movies. Mm-hmm. But I try to put on that front too when I was in middle school, when I was in high school. Uh, it, just, it just wasn't me, man. Like, yeah. So 
I'll be fronting for my boys. Yeah, yeah, I was messing with her, did that, did that. And I come home, I'm like, damn, I don't know, man. I don't think I heard nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just straight up lied. Oh, straight up, like, you lying in your dick. Like, yeah. Straight up lied. Um, so at the end of the day, it's like, man, I ain't, that's not me. Yeah. That's not me at all. So um, I just kind of, I, I found that out early, man. I was, I think I was maybe eighth or ninth grade. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't me, man. I tried it. Right. And I just like, it just said, it ain't, it ain't, it's not me, it's not what I want. Yeah. Um, and I met, I met my wife in uh, my junior year of high school. Okay. And I was like, man, this, I'm gonna, this, this is it, this is gonna be me. Um, okay. This is this is what I want, this is who I am, I'm not about the front. Um, I think once I, I, I let that be my truth and just kind of walked in that, For sure. people was cool with it. Like, people already knew, like, yeah, Malcolm ain't, he ain't on that. Yeah. Like, he, he don't be messing with a bunch of females. Um, he just be chilling, he be cool with a girl. And that's just kind of what I've been in the last seven, eight years. Um, so I think, just, I think more people really need to focus on themselves. Like look in the mirror, find, find out who you are. Stop, Facts. stop listening to who, um, who everybody else wants you to be. Yeah. Stay off of the the social media in regards to trying to find your identity. Like you don't have Absolutely. to look nowhere else to find your identity. Just look at yourself. Absolutely, and I think that's hard. It is, especially hard. for people in our in our age. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Especially when you don't have a mentor, you don't have somebody that can give you a blueprint. Yeah. It's hard to find yourself out here because there's so much going on. It's so, like you said, it's so much in the media. So, what you think? I mean, I agree. It's a setup. Yeah. I'm coming at a different perspective than him. Okay. When he's coming like, as the masculine, when your dad isn't there, those are pieces that you need to get that conversation. Right. Yeah. So you coming out, you coming out with a phony blueprint anyway. You right. Out exactly. Trying to be either you want to be an introvert or something, so you can miss all of that waves. Right. Fact, but if you fact. if you're not, you're gonna catch them waves and try to be something that you're not. Yeah, so, where, so whereas your dad could slow you down because he's seen it. Yeah, regardless, of what, regardless of what kind of person your dad was when he was in school or coming up, yeah. he could have been a nerd. Yeah. He could have been the man. He could yeah. whatever he was. He's he was able to watch and envision how you should have been. Yeah. yeah. So therefore, with that being said, I just. Uh, Believe that masculinity has he came around with not lying on my, so much my part. Yeah, my part was necessary more like disrespecting young women. Okay, you feel what I'm saying because of not having that polish. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying with that polish, you ain't got to do. Even yeah, though you know what I'm saying, once you got what you wanted, yep. or once even though she liked you, you may not want it. Yep. But you just disrespecting them, calling yep. up and that. Yep. That was a piece where I look back at that I didn't like about myself. Yeah, okay. Coming, you know what I'm saying because. Yeah. It was really a defensive mechanism. I was about to say, do you think it, do you think it was the defensive mechanism on everything that was going on with with me? Exactly. No, I'm saying everything that's going on with you. Yeah, it's a defensive. And you ain't know how to identify it, and I ain't know how to identify it. So I'm thinking I'm I'm the Hooper. You know what I'm saying? If she ain't not necessarily, she didn't want to mess with me, talk to me. Right. She ain't had to. You know what I mean? You give me some feet, lip. I'm gonna give you some lip <laughs> instead of wearing your ass. I didn't use my position as one of the better basketball players. I could use my position with more mm -hmm. confidence, with some polish, mm -hmm. to bring her along. As you're just saying, and help, you know what I'm saying, help her understand. Yeah. Uh, because as you stated, which was heavy, was you know, we always at masculinity, we always never look at what we put that woman through. You yeah, know what that's nice. like that. If we're that leader, yeah, and we are. If you ever look at the leader, if you ever look at a relationship scope, if the man is really the leader. If he drinks, she drinks. Mm -hmm. If he smokes weed, she may not become the weed smoker he is, yeah. but she will try smoking weed. That's right. Exactly. You see That's what true. I'm saying? Okay. So we need to channel that power. Yeah. And deliver it in a different way. But it takes the father, that yeah, man, yeah, giving that, that game. Yeah. You yep. see what I'm saying? That's facts. Yeah, that's the polish. That's facts. And then you walk out, and because you have polish, mm -hmm. people look at you that's different that's now. Like, mm -hmm. He stuck up. He because I got polished. Right. Really excited. Yep. And that's how they did. That's how they did him in the movie. That's how they was doing Trey. Like <laughs> when I was looking at him, like nigga, like even when they was going to shoot, uh, kill the nigga that killed his brother, kill yeah. Ricky, right? They look. He like let me out. Doughboy ignoring him for for the first part. Like he ain't really gonna let him out. Yeah. And he like nah, for real, let me out. And the fact that he was able to stand up on his own too. And the reason why he was able to stand up with his own two feet you know why? was because of his dad. He his heard dad talking to his head the whole time. The whole time he heard him. You know, dad, what? That I got to answer my home. dad. <laughs> I ain't got to forget these tactical yeah. guns. Facts. My dad. Right. I'm going to let my dad down. Facts. Exactly. And, and that, that stuck with him because of how he was raised. Yeah, sure. So we're talking about fathers and fatherhood. What have been y'all's biggest struggles being a father? Um... <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. 
listen, the biggest struggle is coming out. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Coming out. I had this talk with you before. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, when you was giving me some game, let me know. A plus B, you wanted to have a baby. Being a father, man, it's uh, heavy. Especially <laughs> if you're financing, ain't man, right. Absolutely. It's a heavy struggle. Absolutely. Yeah, because, again, people don't understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Right? You could be working the hardest ever. If you're with the wrong woman, she going to shoot you down because your finance ain't made right. Yeah. So my advice to people is, especially if you get past that wave, that 18 to 23 wave of not having no kids, wait until you get your financial game right. No, for sure. And then that struggle, it'll be so much mm -hmm. right. easier on you, yeah, on absolutely. your mental, yeah. on your woman. Yeah. It'll be so much easier. I always say that, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't have no money to have, like, I've had one be like, I wasn't ready for a kid. Baby, right. I don't have no money for a kid. <laughs> like, dog, I don't want to be out here struggling no, like that. You don't like, want to be out here struggling because as the man, your life is going as you know it. And what I mean by that is, yeah. the very first time, you don't do what she wants you to do. It's a wrap. You ain't shit of a dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't got no milk. She go dead out your neck, buddy, yeah. right around here. That's true. You yeah. might have to go pick up a bag or you know, say, a sack, yeah. of, sack of weed or something, start moving it. Mm -hmm. Moving units. You have your eyes going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to be that way. Yeah. Hopefully not. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Especially, uh, um, again, if you have the father in your world, mm -hmm. he polishes all that up. Yes. That's a, that's a good point. I will say, um, Fortunately, that I, I wouldn't say. I mean, the money's always gonna be issue just because kids are expensive. Like we pay, right? We pay like eleven, twelve hundred a month just for daycare. So I was like, man, it's, it's a lot of bread. That's a lot of bread. Um, More than silence for that, bro. You feel me? Like, people don't understand. That's my paycheck. I think. Most of the people got that title twenty. That's good, right? Luckily, me and my wife both been working in finance since we was eighteen. So like, I get the money thing. Um, not that we got a bunch of bread, it's like we know what to do with our money. So mm -hmm. I would say the biggest struggle for me um, was was putting myself in a, in a position to be selfless. Mm -hmm. um, because you know, having a kid at 21, you don't really get to experience adulthood. I'm about to say that. So it's like, and it was just the circumstances you know, that came up to where um, we went to the doctor and pretty much like, you, you either gonna have kids now or run the risk of not having kids at all. Yeah. So it's like, well, yeah, I want kids, so let's make it happen. Right. Um, so I didn't have really a lot of time to prepare prepare myself mentally to be a dad. Mm -hmm. Um, let alone the money, you know, that came with it, but getting get myself in a position to where, like you said, I mean, your life ain't your own no more. Mm -hmm. So I, I can recall uh, one time my son was born, my oldest son was born in October, and it was uh day after Christmas, so we went to the outlet mall, like mm -hmm. man, we got a little bit of bread, let's go shopping. Right. Um, and we went all the way up to Sunbury. We was living in Black Lake, so it was a good forty-five to an hour yeah. drive. So I'm like, you know, we're gonna be here for a minute. Like mm -hmm. I'm ready to shop. We go in the first store, and my son just cutting up. Like he won't stop crying. And I was like, I haven't even grabbed nothing off the racks. I'm like, we drove an hour up here, and I can't even. We got in the car and back home. Yeah. I was pissed off. <laughs> I, was, I didn't lie. I was pissed off, Matt. Yeah. Um, and my wife talked the next day, and she was like, you, you gotta. You gotta wrap your mind around this because, like, this is it. And for women, it's a little easier transitioning to that selfless because they lose their bodies that they want. So, it's like, they already start to understand being selfless after carrying the baby for nine months. We don't really get that as dads. It's like, come when the baby comes, like, now you gotta, you gotta turn it on. I didn't know how to turn it on, but at that moment, the day after we left the mall, I'm like, man, this is this is gonna be a ride. Like, my, my time ain't my own no more. My mm -hmm. life ain't my own. My money's not my own. And that was hard for me because I never really got to enjoy it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, as soon as I got my first, my first real job, I'm making a little bit of bread. Damn, we got daycare, we got diapers, yeah. we got kids. Like, nah. Yeah, stuff to do. Can I, get some, time. can I get some J's? Like, <laughs> right. I get some new shoes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and again, looking back, that stuff's not important. But it's like, just transitioning to that, that, yeah. that, that mindset. I'm about to say that mindset and that view of thinking like, damn, it's really not about me. That's not. That reality sits that's in. Not. So yeah. that's, been, that's been my personal, my struggle. biggest struggle. And so something. I still kind of battle with because now that I got two kids, like I even less, I got even less of my time. So when I get a little bit, I try to keep it. For sure. At any moment, it's gone. Like, so, yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you spoke about your wife. You said my mom, you was a girlfriend at the time. Um, how do you think the relationship with the person that you have a baby with, so the woman that you have a baby with, how do you think that impacts fatherhood or um, even the relationship that you have with your child? I think that's the 
I mean, when it comes to being a parent, that's literally the biggest decision that okay. you would make, regardless. Um, and my uncle, uh, he's a principal. Mm -hmm. Well, he was a principal um, in high school, so he he talked to kids a lot. He did a lot of mentoring. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was at when I went to my wife's graduation. She graduated from Gahanna, and he okay. was the principal at the time. Yeah. Um, he gave his commencement speech, and he said, um, "90 percent of your happiness comes from what you decide to do for work, and who you decide to to spend the rest of your life with." Um, so when it comes to fatherhood, um, that partner is everything. Like she either gonna make you or break you. Mm. Um, and not that she's solely responsible, but it's like you've got a lot of work you got to do within yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's either she's gonna aid in that, or yeah. she's gonna be your demise. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's it's every. I think it's everything. Yeah, I'm about to say, and you said not that not that she's responsible, but sometimes when you do have a child with them, yeah, and you want to do what's right for your kid, she can be held responsible yeah. for Absolutely. some of the things that happen. Sure. So how do you feel about that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what bro say it speak up what's yeah, up commercialize it i just believe it honestly honestly the person that you got a kid with child with as i said stated earlier you need to um have a friendship type of bond mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like we have a minimum yeah we, we, you know we we all good yeah. you know what i'm saying have an investment right man if a man can invest in her and you invest in each other right then the process should go a lot smoother. It yeah. should go. Well, I think that's why it was so easy yeah. for Trey to move with his dad was yeah. because the mom she knew. Her, took her hat off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They had a conversation at the uh, they had a conversation at the coffee place yeah. when he got older. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the car, she like you, you got to do your thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, when you when you're able to at least have a friendship or. You know, at least either she has the outlook on I want what's best for my child. Yep. It could always blend. But that's better. both. That's both of their maturity level. Yeah, absolutely. They both gotta have a maturity level. Absolutely. You know, because for whatever reason, mm -hmm. they didn't work out. Yes, sure. You yeah. see what I'm saying? He was a good. He was a great father yeah. and a great man. But for whatever reason, they didn't work out. Mm -hmm. Whether he had extra, you know, extra. Yeah. Activities he was doing, or whether she did. Yeah, you got what coming from. Mm -hmm. So, um, but as a man, she respected who he was. Yeah, and that don't come without you having some investment in getting to know each other, not just nice. jumping to that bed. That's just, true. You see what I'm saying? Without the condo going wrong, you know, I got young cats. Well, uh, I ain't even worried about it. <laughs> no, but uh, that's heavy, man. I'm just, you know, I've been fortunate. Very fortunate and blessed mm -hmm. through all the through all the negative things, personal wise, mm -hmm. that could happen with me with my children's mothers. Facts. I've been I've been blessed to have some educated, clean cut, strong. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Ones that do the right from right from wrong. Yeah. With mine, so I, I, I'm blessed. Facts. For real. Right. Even though I didn't have some. The road been bumpy. Yeah, right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Some yeah. terrain. I done had my the four wheeler out going through there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you still ten toes down? You I was still ten toes down, but I done had yeah. some real good, you know, some good foundation. You know, I, I, I don't look back at the fact of without, without yeah. you know, yeah. they strong. That's even though we didn't disagree. Facts. You know, because I look at my kids, you know, all my kids is strong. Right. And it ain't just because of I'm breathing. I'm just part of the puzzle. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So all you need all of them pieces yeah and i think it's important like even for me like to know like because one thing i always say like i don't want my kids growing up in a broken household because i didn't really like one weekend after weekend you know that's a lot that's a lot on a kid and i don't think that parents see it that way because they're like i'm spending my time yeah but that can impact you so much you know what i'm saying and it can it impacts the relationship in the future too so one thing i always try to pride myself on is like you know, God bless and I ain't had a kid yet, but I'm just saying I want to be able to have those conversations with the mother of my child. I want to yeah. be able to be able to sit down where even if we don't work because it's deep to me. Like, yeah. It's deep, you know what I'm saying? Because as a kid, you're thinking like, why aren't my parents together? Yeah, man. Why, why, why does my mom talk about my dad? Yeah. Why can't they sit and have a conversation on the phone? Yeah. Like that really impacts a kid in the yeah. future, bro. Yeah. And that is just really crazy. So when we're talking about that, what is one thing that you guys... I wouldn't even say a regret, but if you could tell yourself when you first found out you was having a child, what is one thing you would change? You said, well, so first found out. Remember when you first found out you had a kid, your, yeah. your emotions and your feelings, right? So now you have a kid, you said two years old, and yeah. you're almost one, right? Yeah. Tomorrow, actually, right? Yeah. yeah. So and you have a 26 year old. What is something that you would do different if you could have told yourself, like, yo, 
you need to do this. What is one thing you would have done different on this journey of fatherhood? That's, that's a big After the question. Finding out. So I'm saying, no, you found out. I'm just saying the emotions that y'all had then. Yeah. Now you're a father. Now you're raising a two-year-old. You're raising an almost one-year-old. You're raising 26, older kids, younger kids. What is something you would have told yourself back then? Like if you had a blueprint, you had a dad. What is something you would have wanted to be told to you on fatherhood? Something that you learned that you had to struggle with? Something that was just new territory to you? What is something that you would have wanted them to tell you? I would have wanted myself, personally, I would have wanted a blueprint and understanding a little bit more on how to communicate mm. with, if we just talk about my first child's mother, yeah, yeah. with my first child's mother. So mm. we could, mm. I would have wanted a blueprint on the communication level a lot better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just if, if I got to take two steps back, mm. you know what I'm saying? Or she got to take two, whatever we needed to do yeah. to become to become one. Because as yeah. you just stated, I mean, I preferably, if I could write down the perfect white picket fence, <laughs> right, right, right. as you say, you would love to be able to, um, you would love to be able to raise your family in, in that home together, mm -hmm. you know, but that starts back in what you were just talking about, everything that's going on in the world. Right. We're 400 years behind and people don't understand yeah. that. You see what I'm saying? All that takes precedence. Yeah, it does. You know, it we got the job and the finances where we can leave her home Facts. and she working, she ain't got to work and mm -hmm. she ain't so quick. You know, the woman ain't so quick to move on. Yep. You know, they, they understand more, as that's people would say. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But it, with, and that's just her, too. With her loss, because mm -hmm. the women don't may not have dads either. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's another you thing. Too. That's so why fatherhood is so deep so for a man and a woman. For a man and a woman, yeah. because they teach you, fatherhood teach you patience. Yeah. I truly believe that, you know, yeah. as a father, yeah. if women don't like to hear this, man, but it's, buddy. You don't get no real good credit being a good father. You shouldn't. Yeah. We don't get no. Oh yeah, she told him that in the movie. She was like, "You don't get no. There's yeah, you're not special. You just, yeah, you're not special. You know what you you supposed to do. Right. I mean, there's many that don't, but you do what you're supposed to do. We don't and that, that shit was powerful when she that, said that. I'm like, like, damn. And that, yeah, I had to look at myself like, damn. I guess I'm not special. We get tore down though. No, no, for sure. We get tore down for sure. But she, she let them know quick, like, nigga, you ain't did nothing special that, that nobody else can do. I was like, damn, that's hella deep. But I think that she can even, like, not I'm going to speak for her, but I'm thinking he made it to college. You know, Doughboy got killed, Ricky got killed. like, But her son was able to make milestones in his life, right? And so just to end off this episode, because y'all did really good, bro. Like, I really appreciate y'all coming on, talking about fatherhood. But just to end off, if you could give somebody a key, y'all didn't get a key, but if you could give somebody a key to fatherhood, that one that's an aspiring father, or he just found out, he listened to this episode, he just found out he might have a baby, yeah. what is one thing you would give him? A golden nugget that you would give this man on this journey? Um, <laughs> um, I would say it's just it's a lot man like figure out figure out figure out your puzzle figure out what pieces are missing mm -hmm. figure out what pieces you bring to the table yeah um and give give attention to the pieces that you have yeah. like use those but also just start working on the pieces that you know are missing and yeah. if you don't know what's missing like take the time to find out mm -hmm. because if, if you don't find them before baby come you definitely gonna find out after the baby come yeah and it's, it's gonna be a lot harder to do at that point. So if you know you got a baby on the way, um, or one kid's one day, you at least got nine months yeah. um, to, to prep it out. So just do some um, do some soul searching, like get off of social media, put put the remote down, put the TV down, mm -hmm. pick up a book. Um, you know, if you're spiritual, get get in line with God, open your Bible, um, or just have have some conversation with somebody that that can help you reflect. So whether it be a therapist, your woman, whatever, mm -hmm. um, figure out what you bring to the table, figure out what, what you, you can bring to the table in the future. Yeah. Um, and just work on that so that way you can you can be your best self for your kid. Mm -hmm. I like that. Me personally, yeah. I mean it's two folds. Yeah. So I'm gonna give a lot of advice before the baby even thought about it. <laughs> Where it comes? <laughs> or no, you fucking which one? You do. It's bad out here. You know, mm -hmm. when you said when you said open up the Bible, 
man, they're way over there. They're way <laughs> over there. They don't even know what the Bible look like right now with these kids. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, my fault, I'm, I'm going to speak to the women and I'm going to speak to the man. Like, baby. <laughs> Come on now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta sleep with him from the club because he got some fronts in his mouth and he's yeah. sagging. That's what your son that's what like, like wake up. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna talk to the woman, you gotta breathe, you know what I'm saying? Because the women shut down the stream. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. These men are clean up. Facts. Women don't understand Facts. the power that they hold. These men are clean up. Quit having babies by these he ain't even over the notebook. How is he getting some pussy? They got the game all messed up with the prostitutes right now. Hit the store right with anybody. Not the prostitutes. Listen to the value of the game. It's $40 now. So I'm just saying, I'm just, the real key idea to the young man, man, is just. You about to embark on something that you was having this man. Yeah, yeah. You about to have a little seed. Yeah. And you already know what a little girl do to a man. Yeah, yeah facts. Yeah. So you want that what you said about the piece about selfless? Selfless and um, come to grips that you gotta pull your pants yeah, up. Yeah. And, well, just, say it. And, yeah. and, and have focus. Mm -hmm. You know, focus, focus, educate yourself. Never allow no one to tear you down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Half heart. Do what you can as a father. We have yeah. a lot of people out here judging men yeah. on how they how the father is and look to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. one thing I think is important too. I'm not, I ain't mean to cut you off, but everybody's gonna do it a different way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no one way is the same. It's not the same being a father because every situation is different. Sure. But like you said, just being able to have stand on your own too yeah. and have you. it be the, be your best you because yeah. I mean. I can't even imagine, like, I've learned so much, I'm 26, I've learned so much at 26, but my life has been like this, you know, up and down, yeah. and y'all have kids. Right. I'm 26 with none, but right. y'all had kids trying to get through that journey, yeah. so that's definitely tough. And I think that we have to start taking our hat off to fathers because it's not always, it's not always easy. And I think one thing we look at as men, we are supposed to have the answers. Yeah. But sometimes we just don't have the answers, bro. Not that. And I think it's okay to admit that. It's a heck of a test. It's, it's a heck of a test, right. right? Not that. You don't always have the answers. Most of the times you don't have the answers, especially again. The finance behind, like you said, is, yeah. you know, it, it starts off with if you're not able to make that situation happen with the with your with the mother. Yeah. Facts. You know what I mean? Because always the father get the, the bundle of because you're the leader. Because it's your brain. Fact. There it's your brain. It is, yeah. So when you're doing bad shit, you you your dad's kid. Like yeah, you, facts. You look. You act like your dad. Every like. time you do some bad shit, ain't that crazy? Yeah. 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 When you're doing good, oh, that's my bad. Yeah. 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 I'm the mom. 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 You're doing bad. That's that thing. I guess I know that. Yeah. Literally, bro, every time you get in trouble, you hear that. Like, you acting just like that. I know y'all young geese. Y'all can't say it to y'all's moms, right? Y'all can't say it to y'all's moms. I'm going to say it to y'all's. This is a real show. Yeah, we're talking real shit. Y'all can't say this to y'all's moms. I'll be wanting to say it. When I'm on the outside, I'm like, Mom, damn, you hate that man that much. But you you just hate that man that much. I ain't doing it. I didn't ask to be here. Stop these days, man. Right, it's still now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. 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 All right. Why are you so mad, mom? No, that's facts. And I think, and even in the movie, bro, um, Dope Boys and Your Mom, she was so bitter. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. She was so yeah. bitter. And I think that impacted him. Because even at the end of the movie, he was like, she wanted Ricky, not me. But he, yeah. in the movie, they were saying, like, it was because she fucked the Ricky's dad and then fucked exactly. his dad. Exactly. And exactly. so that impacted her relationship yeah. and her look on him. And that, that shit happens too. That happens all the time. Happens, happens too. But again, the kids, we didn't ask for you to sleep with yeah. the nigga you slept with to get a baby. You feel me? Like, we didn't ask for that. So, yeah. If y'all haven't seen Boys in the Hood, definitely tap into that. It spoke on police brutality low key because of the Uncle yeah, Tom ass cop that was yeah, that was in the movie. That was hard to watch. It, was it, was, it was heavy, right? Especially with everything we got going on now. Sure. So, if you haven't watched it, bro, tap into it. It speaks a lot on fatherhood. It just shows you how. Because one thing he definitely told him was like, he asked him, he said, Are you a leader or a follower? Yeah. And that hit me. Because I think one thing that I learned growing up. When my mom shit me to my dad for the summer and shit was, you don't gotta follow nobody. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people think that I think I'm all that or I, 
I think I'm better than, but it's just that I can walk in my own lane and yeah. not worry about whatever's going on. Whatever's going on around me, I don't want to be like you, you or you don't want to be me. Yeah. And I think that that was so powerful in the movie. So again, if you haven't checked out Boys in the Hood, definitely check that out. But I got two fathers with me. I got some gifts for y'all. You feel me? I got some cards with some gift cards inside. Hey, I just want to say thank y'all for coming on. Uh, come on, just bring it. I got it. <laughs> so this is yours, bro. Thanks for coming. And, uh, this is yours. Uh, I really do appreciate y'all coming on. I feel like a lot of men need to hear this. A lot of men, we have, we have to come together too. Like we don't just got to come together to kick it. We got to come together to have real ass conversations, to have conversations that even if you say the wrong thing, sometimes we need to hear it from our boys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I really do appreciate y'all for coming on. I want to definitely plug both of y'all. So we can start with Malcolm. Tell yeah. us what you do or where to follow you at. Yeah, um, you can follow me on IG, uh, Malcolm.Marshall. Mm -hmm. um, that's really it. And my page is private because I don't, I don't want y'all niggas looking at it. <laughs> But as long as you ain't on that fool, and I, I'll prove you, um, I'll follow you back. Um, yeah, we can chop on that. I'm an open book, so if you got any questions, feel free to hit me up. For sure, for sure. And that. Well, you know, I'm doing, I got my hands on a lot of things. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm a coach. Um, I work out at Briggs High School. Yeah. I got my own little po podcast. Yeah. Good games. Yep. Sports driven. Mm -hmm. Real life driven. And uh, Definitely check them out. Check it out. You know, I train. also train. Um, and uh I try to get a good game on all my young fellas. Back. All my young fellas. I want to leave y'all with one piece. That's my brother. Yeah. He gave me this game about father, fatherhood. Yeah. We used to do this in college. We asked each other, you know, and said, uh, my father was never around. Mm -hmm. His father was around. He said to me, we go back and forth. Our debate was, he said, and it was deep. But I'm telling you, it's almost better to not have a father around than have a bad father around. Mm. That's heavy. That's heavy. And the reason That's I say heavy. this out here to a lot of you young fellas and these and people who gonna pay attention to this show, always understand that, you know? You, you, your seed is watching. So don't mm -hmm. be a bad father. Yeah. If you got an argument or a debate or um, something with the mother, don't cuss her out, don't put your hands on her, don't do all those things in front of your kids, because those that that's a uh, that, that hurt the kids they growing up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's toxic. You know, be the bigger man, mm -hmm. walk away. Um, I know, you know what I'm saying? We always yeah. gotta be the bigger man. Yeah. Whether it's with the police, mm -hmm. wherever it's at, the mm -hmm. bigger man has to be the bigger man. Yes. So just get a hold of it and start now, especially if that's your kid's mother. Mm -hmm. You don't wanna show them that type of side of you. Yeah. You know, go breathe it off. Yeah. Right. And you got like what you, what I really heard was you just gonna leave. Just leave, bro. You know what I'm saying? Lead in whatever you're doing. Um, shout out to anybody that's listening to this. Shout out to both of you as fathers, as grown men, black men out here in this world. And this is subscribe with the realest where we say the things your friends won't say and your main won't lie about. We out.